Hi, I'm Michael Koch, and this is the first audio episode of my email newsletter, which I'm calling Pseudo-Reality Prevails. And the title of this is Sort of an Introduction. Do you ever wonder what people mean when they preface something by saying years ago? It must reveal something about a person's sense of time, if nothing else, if he or she says those words and means two years ago or 10 years ago, or 50 years ago, or whatever. The phrase surely connotes something different to someone who's 70 years old than to someone who's 16. And I imagine it might mean something quite different to people, no matter what their age, living in this era, when events are supposed to be happening at a faster speed than ever before, beyond breakneck, break everything. But when I say years ago I started a blog, I'm referring to some moment in the early 2000s. That blog, the one I managed to keep aloft the longest, out of a few that I started up and miskicked into the street in short order, was called the Parallel Campaign. A reference to my even then long-standing fascination with Robert Musil's The Man Without Qualities, and and my inability to resist throwing down bookish illusions in order to see who'll pick them up, the title didn't point to anything specific so much as I just thought it sounded pretty cool and right. I still do, and nearly revive that name for this endeavor. However, another The Man Without Qualities reference works just as well, and speaks to something different, hopefully something apt for these particular times, and what I expect I'll write about here. Here. I'm starting this newsletter deliberately choosing an archaic form, which is charmingly threatening to have a sort of moment now, because... I have quite a few things to say about quite a few things, personally, professionally, critically, and politically. And I haven't been saying them all in any one place on a regular basis for a very long time. That part of me ground to a halt years ago, for whatever reason, and I've got some ideas. Instead, over the past decade, and then some, I've cast my pearls and my things way less valuable than pearls before students in classrooms and at friends over barroom tables, and at family and acquaintances and randoms on social media. My Facebook, my Twitter, I've been active on both of those for a long time, writing a fair amount of stuff that glimmered and or gave off a stench for a moment before sinking inexorably into the depths, both gone and forgotten. I figure I've written thousands upon thousands of words in tweets and offhand missives, produced content to use that nauseating jargon, without much of it developing into anything further. In the end, it's all just contributed to what I imagine as a mass of virtual flotsam and jetsam swirling at the bottom of some Silicon Valley server, like Coke cans and plastic bags and lost shipping containers revolving around in the great Pacific garbage gyre. Of Of no use to anyone, maybe, but certainly of no use to me. Neither of those social media behemoths, nor any other social media site I've found, suits what I want to write, the way I want to write it, where A, it might reach people who give a damn, and B, I have better possession of it. It's also that my livelihood is based, to some degree, on doing something interesting with words and ideas and trying to share them. To the extent that my career has foundered in recent years, I've quit doing that often really hard work. 
to the extent that I've stopped doing so much with words and ideas, much less sharing them, my career has foundered. I think a lot about this. Also, the opt-in nature of this appeals to me. You have to want to hear from me to receive this. This point came home to me around 2016, when I expressed a thing or two about politics, elections, and other such things to almost everyone in my life on Facebook. It ended up getting stupid, messy, time-consuming, and aggravating for everyone involved, and I stopped saying much of anything at all. I get this. Your social media follower chooses to link up because you sat next to each other in seventh grade or whatever. But they don't necessarily do so with the understanding that they also might get culture now, cultural analysis, salty political diatribes, oblique personal and critical digressions. Much less do many desire any or all of that stuff. But that's who I hope might hang with me here. Those scattered friends, acquaintances, and maybe a few strangers who might have a taste for any or all of that stuff. Also, like many, I'm ready to decrease, if not completely ditch my presence on those social, major social media sites anyway, because they're pretty awful for us and awful for our world, all things considered. This seems like a good transitional step in that direction. I want to see how well this kind of platform lets me connect with others via a platform I've got more ownership of and to extend my words, thoughts, and name out there to, ho- to those who are interested in what I'm interested in. I don't know what all that'll entail here, but it's likely to be idiosyncratic, skittering from topic to topic, alighting here and there for a deeper rumination of more or less profundity, in more or less words, probably more words. I'm that way by nature. Be somewhat down with that if you're going to hit subscribe, okay? First question, how often will it come out? We'll see. Once or twice a week to start? Sounds good. I'm not really known for my slavish devotion to schedules. Second question, do I have to pay for it? Come on. I have a pretty high opinion of myself. But even I'm not about to, well, you know, it's not the plan right now. When there's a really big crowd of people subscribing and reading this on the regular, then maybe I'll reconsider. Really, I don't think my shaggy musings are as easy to monetize as, say, someone's insider analysis of the tech world or politics. And nor do I like using the word monetize any more than I really have to. I'm doing this for other reasons. So what's supposed to be in it? Well, the first answer to that is maybe you actually know me. You've got a pretty good idea of my go-tos and are game for the surprises and left turns. Or, the second answer is you don't know me. And so, the capsule description says, Fugitive thoughts on education, culture, technology, history, psyche, language, and life, rounded up and shackled together by Professor Michael Koch. And that's as good a description as any for now. It won't be cease, necessarily be ceaseless, long-form epics, but I am pretty obstinately committed to transgressing almost every how-to-do online, online writing tip there is, and that should be pretty apparent by now. A few footnotes. 
Originally published in German in 1933, the first English translation rendered part two of the first book of The Man Without Qualities as The Like of It Now Happens, an incomprehensible to us English speakers phrase that I love for just that reason, and I very much considered using it instead. But really, I'd like to have someone besides me subscribing to this, and that wasn't ever happening if I went off in that direction. And a second footnote, time may pass, I may grow and change, but dead Austrian intellectuals remain very much on brand for me.